Should be opened up pretty soon that uh, can, can hook that up. Okay. You know? so, you do reaper. Yeah, we're talking, yeah, okay. straight up longbow or reaper or uh, uh, combat, whatever, whatever. I don't know the difference in all these things. <laughs> <laughs> I want to rob them where I'm talking about. This is old school. No, I'll, I'll, I'll look at it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm into that shit. Like one of those eighth grade arrows that you got at 
right? You can go, we can go cut some trees, you know, put a little limb out if you want, make some arrows. I'm just going to But that one essentially, if the world goes to shit, I want to know how we do all that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I'm feeling really not amazing at all. I'm going to be honest with you. I got my second my second job today. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm like getting really cold and, and starting to sweat. So this will be interesting. Let's hit this. I'm sorry. Like I'm just, I feel like all the blood's running out of my face. Wow. So, anyways, I'm going to stare at you guys telling this. We're going to talk about Larry, right? Hey, Larry. Who the fuck are you? What are you doing? What are you about? Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. It was funny because I pulled up to your house here and like realized that I played kickball in your, in your, in your cold sack for eight years. Right. Somewhere around there. Uh, grew, up, grew up here, yeah, grew up here. Uh, actually, I was living nearby when I got my first computer in 1982. So if you had a computer in 1982, like everybody has got a computer now, but if you had a computer in 1982, you were a nerd. You were a nerd. You were awesome. Yeah, you were like, that's an original gangster nerd shit. Yeah. I still wasn't a man of God. I was the way both of the Yep. I was one of the clean. So I uh, grew up on computers, working in technology, and then got into printing, graphic design, kind of thing. I was a professional photographer for a couple of years. No, 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 just regular pictures. Yeah. Nothing sexy. Well, only pictures of myself. I'll show you. But um, did some graphic design, some freelance work. Um, printing kind of died. Listographic printing kind of died. Like, there used to be print shops everywhere in town. Uh, and I worked at quite a few of them. Uh, and then little by little, printing kind of died because of the digital age. You know, people want, like, they didn't want a thousand copies of something anymore. They want 10 now. So everything's printed digital. Uh, kind of put me out of a job. So I was uh, struggling, a little unemployed for a little while. Got into marketing, just got into the marketing side, discovered digital marketing kind of by accident. Uh, got into Facebook ads. Social media marketing, and then I uh, was picked up by a company that said, Wow, you're really kind of smart and tech, and you know all this super cool, fun stuff. And you can talk to people like a human, you're not like a regular nerd, you know, you're like a, like a right brain nerd who kind of can actually talk to people. So, uh, so they hired me on, and the rest is history. Now I've been calling a real estate agent now for probably 13 years. Right around 13. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's, uh, that's a neat focus for me. I mean, that's how. That's how we met. Yep. I do real estate. Uh, and then uh, that's mostly all you do, right? Is, is real estate. Yep. And lenders. And lenders. Yep. And you do lenders too. Mm -hmm. yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. Not to keep working. I do business. Oh, no. So that, that's actually a kind of a running joke in real estate as well. Is, uh, open houses are meant for fucking. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, and so realtors get in there and they have their sponsored lender. 
which is some cute chick they have. I'm like, yeah, we open in three hours, but we're going to come make sure the house is ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a thing, I guess, that happens. I was in mine alone. I think once or twice I had a lender come over. I'm trying to look if I'm going to ever get invited to an open house or right now. Really? I mean, we can we can open this house right now. You're done. Get her done right now. I like that. Good attitude to have. Um, but yeah, so most of the real estate. Uh, let's see my brain on that here. Oh, we had talked about this before. We turned this shit on. You're a bit bigger of a guy. A little bit bigger already. Yeah. yeah. Um, five five two ten. Is what you said? Uh, yeah. Pushing two ten. Pushing two ten. Okay. Two ten. That's uh that's that's not like crazy huge, right? That's a bigger dude. It's junky. Junky. Yeah, I like it. Junky but fun. Or as my grandfather would call me, husky. Husky. Yeah. Yeah. I was 150 pounds from the time I was eight until I was 14. Hmm. That's a big fucking eight year old. Yeah. Yeah. I was not very tall. 150. 150 pounds. Okay. From eight years old until I was fucking 14. By 14, though, I looked good. It's one of my favorite pictures of my. My freshman, my freshman photo. Yeah. You get taller, you get more thinner. Right. Fill out. Yeah, you did look great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not smartly dropped. You fucking just everything firing all. Right. Hard, hard all the time. It is continuously hard, like on accident. I don't need this right now. Even now. Yeah. Going. Yeah. Please, I'm trying to like. This is English class. Yeah. 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 She's 60. This doesn't make any sense. She bent over. Like, I'm confused. I didn't think it would work on her. But anyways. Um, yeah, so what, how'd you do that? I, I love the fitness thing. The losing the weight part? Yes. Well, you know, it's woke up one day and it was just like, what the hell happened? Kind of thing. And actually, I know it sounds good, but I was sitting on the toilet one day. Yeah. And like, kind of looked down and was like, you can't see certain things. Like, oh, man. No, but seriously, like, have you ever, like, so I, I definitely, I'm very open, right? I don't do shit. Um, so, like, if I'm taking a shit, I'm going to open the door and bring up something say, right? Like, so we'll conversate, give me the life, right? Mm-hmm. Mostly just her, right? But I'm sitting there, and it's that before it's our shit. I'm talking to her, and then I look down, and I'm like, oh, this, this has got to look really bad. You know what I mean? Like, I know you are very unattractive to all. Like, every role is on top of the other role. Um, this may be a vagina. Because that tape is tucked in. You know what I mean? Like, your fat pads pushing out over your where your tape's tucked in. It could be a vagina. Who knows? Something's going on. Right? And then she later in life, you know that picture of that chick that she wanted. It's seriously like the worst look you're going to get. Sitting naked on the toilet. Stand up really quickly. Yeah. And a buddy of mine asked me one day, he was like, I, suppose, I used to hike and climb a lot before that. I kind of just let it go. And, and kids, you get older, you already have kids. You slow down. Uh, depression. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I do, I stress eat, I do press eat. To this day, actually. Yeah. Still to this day. Um, so I know that was your one of your last podcasts was about depression. Resonating. Uh, people actually listen to those. People yeah. Say they do and they, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Those are great. 
Yeah, we got plenty more coming. We have uh, your life coming in to talk about like trauma and stuff and how that leads to different things at the time. Oh yeah, that's like a specialty. Uh, so we're actually excited about that. But the depression you didn't get that got me. It got me bad. And the bigger I got, the worse it got. Because yep. I hated me more. Yep. You know, you look in the mirror and it's that look. You're just like, fuck, dude. And, and then eventually you just don't care anymore. You're right. Like, you know what? I'm just going to order two Whoppers instead. Right. You're married. You're like, I get in me. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, someone's going to fuck me. Yeah. And I was thinner when she met me. Yeah, I feel bad now. Right. Yes, there's a whole lot of kissings because I can't reach. Right? Like, I mean, <laughs> unless she could bend her legs over her fucking head. Well, that's the wraparound were getting harder to do for her. Yes. That's yeah. really what it is. But a friend of mine said, like, hey, you've climbed Mount St. Helens a couple times. Um, can you can you help us get back up there? And I was like, oh, man. I'm having to lose weight to get up there. But I go, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go um, do a training camp. Okay. You know, yeah. Sure. I keep. I'm gonna keep cutting you off. Yeah. That's what I do. Right. But um, I heard snake hell is fucking rough. Cause it's like you try loose. No, no, I'm not fucking going. I tried not to. I got a quarter of the way up. Had to come back down. My legs were shaking. Like I barely made it back to my fucking truck. Yeah. I I'm not built for that shit. I don't. I'll be the first to admit it. But I heard about St. Helens. It's like super loose, like almost gravelly and sandy. Yeah. Like like it's like one step forward, two steps back. The whole fucking one time. step forward, half step back. Half step back. Yeah. So it's that's just fucking nuts. Yeah. So, but you know, at the time. I was like, okay, yeah, I kind of need an excuse to get back into it. Okay. So we kind of made this pact, like, okay, I'll I'll start working out. If you start working out, start doing some training hikes and stuff like that. Uh, I walked into an LA fitness because I didn't know any better at the time. Hey. I walked into an LA fitness and said, uh, I'm just here to lose weight and hired a personal trainer. And she was like, okay, here's she taught me a lot about heart rate zones, which I had no idea even kind of existed, but like getting your heart into this fat burning zone. And so I got my heart rate into the fat burning zone, started off with, you know, five minutes and then 10 minutes and then 20 minutes. And next thing you know, I'm spending, you know, an hour and a half on a treadmill or Stairmaster and like, it would just, it would just keep my heart rate like in that, in that nice little fat burning zone. Um, and I remember like getting on the scale one day at the gym you know how it has like the 50, 100, 150, yeah. 200, you know? And so I'm like, I'm on the 150 and I go all the way to the top. Oh shit. So yeah. like I, I, I gotta flip it to the 200 and then go a little bit further and you just like, you know, it feels like you have such a long way to go, yeah. you know? And you know it's gonna be like a long, painful ride and you're just, you're just yeah. fucking killing yourself. Getting to that point, getting yourself to that point. So, on that part, um, I almost hit 300 pounds, no muscle, no nothing. I think I've said this multiple times on the podcast. I was like, if I hit 300, I'll kill myself. Like, that is disgusting. I hate me. You know, like, yep. and there's that whole thing. It's like, I was big, 300 pounds at 5'9, five, 5'10. Five, I mean, it doesn't sound crazy, with crazy. No muscle. With no muscle, right? That's what people don't get. Yep. So, like, my arms look huge, but it was all fat. And of course, I have like normal man muscle. Like, I can pick some shit up or whatever. Like, I was built to be strong. My back has always been strong. I've always been able to pet pop through my tits. You know, so it looked weird. But um, yeah, that's where I was at. And I started. I want to know how you felt because this is, this is kind of a big thing with people that people really don't get. I went from 300 pounds to 250 pounds in like six months because, oh, I fucking hated me. 
you know, and I was in there just busting ass, like cardio, stairmaster, bike, whatever the fuck. I'm talking an hour and a half every day, and I was going seven days a week. Boom, I just melted. And I was like, this is almost worse. Like looking in the mirror, and I got like shirt dangling. Yeah. You know, like with my skin was all stretched. Yeah. It was weird. Like, what's part is like, it's it. Yeah. yeah. Still to this day, I'm still self conscious about it. Right. I know that is the worst part when you're looking in the mirror. But the, 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 the bonus of it is like you're getting on that scale and you're measuring it away from progress. And so I'm back down to the like the 180, I think it was 180 or 160, you know, just having those increments. Uh, I mean, I remember was like having that goal weight set and, uh, to be at a certain date. It took me almost a year. It was like nine months to lose. At the time, it was 50 pounds. So then I lost another 10. Not long there. Yeah, and that, people don't understand how fucking hard that is. Because oh, right. everybody's always like, oh, we're just going to the gym. Just we're having stuff. Just, just do this, just do that. No, that's, that's a whole lifestyle. Right, a lot of your nutrition. It's here, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's 100% mental. Yeah. And you, there were some days, I'm a big football fan. I love to just sit back. Like Sundays, yeah. like, Back, you know, curling a couple of beers and get some bag of Cheetos and some Doritos and watching football. And I got to the point where I was like, this is not healthy for me. I should not be doing this. So I was like, you know what? They have TVs at the gym. I'll just go to the gym. I'll watch the game at the gym. And it, and it, and it worked out. I would go to the gym. I'd be there for like three hours and just be sitting on there, like walking on the treadmill, doing, you know, 25,000 steps in a day. And, you know, people talk shit about those TVs. Um, I got my cardio done. Yeah, it helps keep your mindset. Right. Especially the actual the strict cardio. Especially on Satan's staircase. Yeah. Satan's created that. It's stairs that you don't finish ever. Yeah. You know, it's worse the end. Yeah. Satan's like, you know what sucks? Stairs. Yeah. Let's make them infinite. Just going to keep them going forever. Right. And you know what? You can make them. I tell you, you hit the stop. Yeah. You're not making them stop. Yeah. And you gotta sit down.
No way. The guy who started Salt and Pepper. No, his cousin started Salt and Pepper. He was the cook. Right? He was the one who created the flavor and all that other shit. So when they were opening, before they were even done, he'd bring them in the class. Like, taste this. Taste this. Taste this. And we're like, what? And we went to school with him. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, ice cream. Somebody, somebody told him that it was never going to work. That's the story that I heard. It's like somebody in his culinary school, one of his teachers, one of his teachers told him that's the dumbest idea ever. It was not good. It was all of us. We're all just Vinci plan like going off in his head the size. Some coffee out of his beard. You know, 
Sensitivity, it's a super sensitivity to chemicals called aldehydes, which are present in coriander and uh, also used for in perfumes and uh, soaps and detergents. Interesting. So that's that's where it comes from. There's your chemical in your mouth thing. You, you learn something new every day, man. Didn't have a clue. Yeah, it's, and that's the thing, too. You also, this goes back to uh, um, you hear one person who sounds like they know what the fuck they're talking about, and you just run with it. I've been telling everybody 50% this entire fucking time because there's a chemical in your mouth. Well, really, apparently, it's a sensitivity to chemicals, and it's 20%. Well, shit. Pretty close. We're close. Yeah. We're close. Well, fuck that guy. That's the logic of the Yeah. It could have been the soup. He could have been over exaggerating it, too, because he didn't like it. He didn't want you to make it. You know? Right, but at the same so time, like, it's soup to me tasted like so. I'd be irritated. Right. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, and even if 20% is the number, that's still enough. That's a high number. Not yeah. If you have a sensitivity to something, you see it on the menu, you're not going to fucking order it. Right. Yeah, yeah, if I'm allergic to peanuts, I'm not going to yeah. order a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, yeah. 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 If, if it's a cilantro, you're going to know cilantro tastes like fucking soap, and you don't like it. I like the cilantro. Yeah, I think that's the first fucking thing. Is that stupid? Anyways. Um, oh, yeah. So my biggest thing when I lost a bunch of weight, I started losing tons of weight really quickly. Um, that, that skin flash. Yeah. How did you handle that? Like, did you handle it, or are you just like, fuck it? I think so. The only flash I really had were 
if you want titties, you know, like in the sides right here. And by the way, the older you get, the harder it is. The harder it is to lose that extra. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so. I mean, I'm not a young guy. No, no, 
I've, I've heard that. And I always wondered if that was like a real thing. Yeah, so you, you know the little circle band-aids? Yeah. Remember the little circle band-aids? Yeah. When you get a shot, they put a little circle band-aids on? They put those little circle band-aids and put them in your face. Oh, funny. Yeah. It looks like a hand in the office. It's a big-ass band-aid. It was in your sizes, all right? But yes, it is true. And then other things believe, too, that you can run 20 miles at a time. There's caving. Oh, so that'd be like in between your legs? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no, that never happened. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> well, no, I, I, I don't like wearing underwear. I really don't. And then, so if I wear jeans, and maybe they're a little too tight, and that flap that covers your metal fucking zipper, you're not going to know that until you're about 10 minutes, 20 minutes into your fucking day. You can't just go home and put on underwear. Come walking around this. What's going on down there? Yeah, I, I, I stuffed the tip of my dick on some jeans. Oh, yeah, just walking around. I have nice running shorts, but they just show off my legs too much. I get too much pussy when I'm running. It's frustrating. Um, so, him and I were on an appointment one time at Starbucks. Do you remember it? Uh, I remember it. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, uh, the, the fucking vagina lady, right? Yeah, and, I'm, and I'm sitting there talking to Tyler, and all of a sudden he's like, He's like, doesn't know what to do. And I'm like, you okay? And he's like, uh, I, no, I didn't say anything. Just fucking, who was with us? There was a chick with us. Was it Ramona? Was it Ramona? Was there was it? a chick. Yeah, there was somebody. There was a lady us. with us. So this yeah, yeah, yeah. time, I'm like, oh my God, like trying not to say anything. And I'm trying to focus on Larry because he's got good shit. And I'm like, I'm trying, but I can't just like, huh, huh. We're going to cut right to the chase here. There was a chick. Her husband's on the other side of Starbucks. She's in an elevated chair, like up at the top, like this. So she's like chair. right there, yeah, like one of these big chairs, and she's she's in a skirt with no panties, showing me her vagina <laughs> over and over and over and over and over again. And I feel like it's a professional meeting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, she's right over his shoulder. So we're talking, and the first time I noticed, I'm like, oh my, oh that's a vagina, like. Who wouldn't look? Right? I mean, you're like, what is that? You're like, yeah. Is that really your vagina? Is that your vagina for another way? I'm confused. And I'm just your mind starts going. Yeah, yeah. He's looking at me. I feel so bad with this fucking dude. So, this whole time, I want to say a good half an hour. And then she finally goes to the bathroom. I'm like, do you see this vagina? Like, I mean, like, excuse me. And he looks and he's like, oh my God. Like, yeah. And I'm like, I think that's her husband. Because the more I look, He's, yeah, he's taking pictures of building. She's, they're texting back and forth. You can tell it's them because, you know, she puts her phone down. He gets a he gets a text. He pulls it up. He puts his phone down. She's getting one. They're giggling back and forth. They actually called me later. No way. Yeah. I gave him her, I gave him my card. And I was like, you guys ever need anything? You let me know. Right? Like, because I'm just fucking with them just to kind of make sure he knows that I know they're together and they're fucking with us. Right. I got a call later, or no, it was a text message, and uh, it was a chick. I didn't know if it was like my wife's friend playing a prank on me or what, because it's like, hey, well, it seems almost suspect, right? Like, because that never happens. Right. Like, it only happens in like, movies you download hey, on the internet. You gave my husband your number, and I was wondering if you could help me out, buy some real estate questions. And I'm like, oh yeah. What kind of questions? She's like, oh, sorry. Um, but she's like, you said if we ever needed anything, even just to drive me around town, 
that I could give you a call. And I'm like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a married man. Like, I'm in love with one woman. Like, all this other shit. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck's on that. That's the looking stuff. Right. And then is it okay, fine, fuck you. Is the answer yeah, yeah. And then later I'm like, hey, like, who is this really? Like I'm trying to figure it out. Like, I don't know what's going on, because I'm like, I'm pretty sad at this conversation. You know what I mean? But I'm not really gonna go fuck some random ass bitch, because we want to show them everyone that we got in Starbucks, right? Um but was were they like, filming the encounter? Like, were they filming like people that were watching this, or was it, was it just something they like? I that, she was getting excited. She could tell that I could see. Okay. And she was not just like one time showing it to me and not right. Like she was like some voyeur shit, right? Film, like like swaying out the shit and like pulling her skirt up a little to make sure. Like she's completely shaved. Vagina is what I'm looking at. From here, dude. Like, and I'm like over his shoulder. I can tell the whole time he's thinking of just like, what is going on? Because you're very distracted. So I had to tell him, right? When she had a bleed, and then that lady ended up bleeding right after. But, uh, that's like, yeah, it was nuts, dude. But it was, it was just, it was the giant. And you can tell, so she's here, and he's over there, but he's pointing his phone at me. So I know he wants to see me. I know that's what they're doing. Probably, yeah. This was in the days before. It wasn't a prank. It was they get off of it. It was like some voyeur shit they were. Right, because I mean, I'm slightly intellectual. You know, so I get it. Like, I would go home with her and probably have her suck me off watching it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm into that shit. I'm really not. I'm really not fucking with that. I'd be super intellectual. Look, but don't touch that shit. You know what I mean? And then finally, they got up the courage to do something. For them, I feel bad for them, you know, because they, they finally got the courage to kind of make me just go for it. I'm not the best looking dude, but I'm not hideous, so the guy feels comfortable enough, you know what I mean? Like, I've been through all this in my life. Let me just get wrong. He's I just feel bad for them. I hope they got some. Really do. Well, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I should get on that. Sorry, I just forgot. Sorry, I brought that. Sorry, I brought that. Well, so Starbucks was my favorite. Every Tuesday, I'd meet one person after another every hour. Yep. And I would do that, and uh, I would try to make it so that whoever's meeting with me before and after is benefiting from meeting the person before and after. Being able to hand that work hard. It's just exactly what I was saying. So it was beneficial to everybody to meet with me. You know, because I was handing out. Uh, Financial advisors, cards, they like I have a lender in between. I have a financial advisor in between two lenders, right? So then this lender meets him on his way out. And I, dude, I, dude, I was smooth on this shit. So, like, I had when they made the Starbucks app, oh man, this was sexy as hell. So I would tip the fuck out of these Starbucks people. They knew me by name, and I was drank, and knew what I drank. And then what would happen is I would order and I would put my name on it. But I would say call this name. So around the time that they're showing up, I would set it because you can set what time you want the coffee yeah. delivery, right? I would set it up and so like Larry walks in, they go, Larry, and he goes, huh, that's my name. No, no, that's your coffee. And yeah. he's, what? 
But oh yeah, I remember last time because in my phone I had everybody's coffee or tea or drink or whatever the fuck they drank last time. I ordered it again, and it is now waiting for you at the counter. As you walk in, you immediately get it. You know what I mean? Like it looked good. I was yeah, really like, that's smooth. Yeah. And so every hour that would happen, now ten minutes before, and I'd be like, okay, let's submit the drink. And I'd tell these parents, hey, look, I got another person coming in, but. Ten minutes, uh, whatever, and if they came in a little early, I'd make sure the drink was ready. Bam! And now this this lender's coming over. Hey, hey, why don't you come over here and meet them real quick? You know, like you guys can exchange cards. He's a lender. He's a financial advisor. I'm not putting two lenders right next to each other, but I'm also trying to get business. So it was just it was the same. Yeah, right. right. So every Tuesday for eight fucking hours, I'm just sitting there. That's a lot of coffee. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Honestly, it got to the point where I started having them put my water in a hot tub. Just because, so it looked like I'm still drinking coffee or something, because no one wants to walk in while I'm drinking water. Having a tub with a straw. Yeah. So it was just like, that's what I ended up doing. But he's the guy in the bar with the water. Yeah. 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 No one likes that guy. So you guys are all caffeinated. Yeah, that was nice. Are you still, do you, are you like caffeinated? I, I do caffeinated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I had a, I had my drink earlier this morning. No, I didn't. What did I have there? Oh, I drank a fucking bang. Bang. Yeah, I had a bang, but I also had um, a slurpee. And I was like, bloop, just oh, over the rest good. of it. Yeah, I got half and half. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to make a slurpee, not having a juice. Yeah. I drank the shit out of that, supporting my, my energy drink. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. It was that cherry and the blue raspberry and then the pineapple whipped cream one. Those three mixed, and then I each made me a fucking bang for that. That's sugar, right? Right, so I don't know if I'm high on caffeine or sugar, but I still have half of it in there. It could be both. It could be all of it. Always. Sugar's the enemy, man. I know. Did you know sugar kills more people in the world than anything else? No way. Yeah, it does. It causes, like, heart disease, causes people to be fat. It's the most addicting thing in the world. And it's fast producing for more. But there's sugar in McDonald's French fries, if I can say it too much. Yeah. Sugar in McDonald's French fries. Yeah. Dude, you'd be disgusted at the amount of sugar in that shit. Like, if you actually broke it down, like, like say a bottle of ketchup, it's like 20% oh, sugar. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, ketchup is like sugar. It's like, and, and yeah. You don't think about it, right? Because, oh, it's like this many grams of sugar. Okay, sure, whatever. Why don't you pour out that many grams of sugar and see yeah. what that's about? What that looks like. Like, right? like a can of Coke? Oh, <laughs> uh, I love this Coke. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, right. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Not the original either. No, I like the original with cane sugar. I like the original. Back in the glass bottles you used to have? Oh, yeah. glass bottles? Awesome. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. Early early. Uh, anyways. Family. Hit family. Family. Uh, five sisters. One brother. Yeah. Big family. Not uh, Catholic or Mormon. Or Mormon. Just horny. Just horny. Just horny. Yeah. Yeah.
We just got back. We just saw it last week. That's awesome. So that's your on board, on board the ship. You want to do the whole act and all that? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. pretty cool. But she's 20 years old and she's been away from home for five months. So. Ooh, she like it or not like it? Uh, she didn't like it at first. I think she's okay with it now. So we'll see. She's a program calendar. This is her home. She misses her dog. Probably her boyfriend. Her boyfriends? She left her boyfriend behind? Oh, yeah. We <laughs> took him on vacation long. with us. We took him on vacation Where with us. Where is this cruise line stop? Hopefully not Jamaica. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Uh, Bahamas. Yeah, the other Jamaica. Oh, yeah, that's much better. <laughs> She's going to have a new boyfriend. We'll see. Okay. She'll be home in 23 days. 23 days. Okay. Not counting. Yeah. Right. I'm going to push too hard on that. No. Uh, I mean, I've been married 27 years now. Holy wow. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Going on 28. You know what? Didn't you just have an anniversary recently? A 25th anniversary. I just saw your, like, your yeah. wedding photos. You posted a bunch of that shit, yeah. right? That was fucking crazy. Those were old photos. It was. I was born 12 months ago. Oh, man. <laughs> you were a manhood. I liked it. I had a little, a little bit of a... Like what? party in the back, little uh, thing going on. Yeah. You know, that was the '90s. That was the thing back in the '90s. Yeah, yeah. that was, was cool. Yeah, yeah. Everybody I get it. I was born there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I don't think you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. from the '90s in LA. Interesting. Oh, right. uh, Monrovia. Okay. Some of the shittier parts. Really shitty. Yeah, some of the really shitty parts. The parts you don't actually, if you live there, don't admit you did. Okay. Because um, it's uh, especially being white. So, so kind of like Portland now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone just says they're from uh, South Vancouver. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so when somebody asks where we're from on the boat, so this, you meet a lot of people from different parts of the world. Where are you from? You never say Portland, Oregon. Yeah. You say Portland, Oregon, they're like, yeah. I think has everybody killed each other in Portland, Oregon? I hope so. everybody homeless? Places are gone. Well, I mean, you, you talk shit about that, but you drive right down the middle plane, right on that 112, they have a whole fucking community right now. Not too far. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So on my way to the gym at 5 a.m. this morning, I'm coming around uh, I-205, coming up to the mall to go to Colt. And there's a, a fire in the middle of the of the two highways. And I thought, oh shit, something's on fire over there. It's just a dude with a campfire. That's it. <laughs> just a little staying warm. It, it was cold this morning. It was cold. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah, a nice roast pan. That's on the board. That's on the board. That's on the board. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's crazy, man. I'm, I'm not a big fan. Um, I, think, I, I think it's frustrating that if you have a whole city of homeless, um, I want to say maybe 1% of them, I'd be okay with being homeless. And that's the thing, I mean, if you're on drugs and all that other shit, you can fuck right off. Right. You know what I mean? Now, if you're one of those people who have maybe a mental disorder that is, maybe the state's refusing to help you with, or some shit like that, that shit happens. Right. But the hard part is, um, how much of it is that, and how much is years and years of meth use? Yeah. I mean, because there's a dude who fights a fucking pole right there on the corner, and he beats the shit out of that thing. I swear to God, he wins. It's metal. He doesn't actually win, 
But you know, he's fighting the shit out of it. Right. Now I'm like, are you okay? Or did you do that? You know what I mean? Like, either way, someone needs to help this motherfucker, but like, I kind of wish the poor one. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so that was family. What are your health goals? Well, I'll lose the five pounds that I gained on the cruise first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was pretty easy to do. Yeah. Like overeating. Have you guys been on a cruise before? No. Oh, I worked for a cruise line back for a little bit. Oh, but... shit. It's just like they just keep giving you more <clears> things <throat> like that. Right. Opportunities to work for them. Couldn't decide between two desserts one day, and they brought me both desserts. And I ate them. Yeah. So, so yeah. You're, you're in your room and you're partying. Yeah. Out. So, <laughs> was, uh, but, so right now, health goals uh, fighting an injury to my foot. I have a thing called a neuroma, which is like a swollen nerve between the third and fourth leg of the So it feels like stabbing you in the foot every time you plant. So that oh. happened in May. That happened in May uh, on, a, on a run. I was a couple miles ago around it. All of a sudden, I, I couldn't feel my toes anymore. And then I couldn't walk for like two weeks. Had some shots, some cortisone injected in the foot. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm just now getting kind of back into running. Um, I'd like to get back to where I was when I ran the 50 mile ultra, where you know, you'd go. You go on a weekend and run 15 miles and just feel great. Good. I saw some of those videos you're doing, some of these pictures of you running. Yeah. And you're like running up a snow covered fucking mountain. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he's got time for a snack. I'm like, motherfucker, at least stop for your snack. You know, he's running around with power bars. They're power gels. They're gels. So you flip the top and you suck the smell down. I was almost afraid to tell him something to tell him. We got a little excited. Yeah, yeah. What kind of gel is that? So you're talking about Mount Adams. I don't remember which one you're running. Yeah, it was it was Mount Adams. But you ran you're like, oh, it's like 22 miles or something. Uh no, it was it was 12 miles. 12 miles round trip. Yeah. It felt like 22. All about 6,500 feet of vertical elevation gauge. Oh, yeah, in six miles. Yeah. Where then, did you? Okay, so Mount Adams. Where did you? Where did you draw? Or where did you run? What uh, was the trailhead? Cold Springs. Cold Springs. Okay. Yep. Cold Springs trailhead up the, uh, up the not the Mazama route, which is the winter route, which goes up through Angola. Okay. Up through the Crescent Glacier, up to what's called the lunch counter. That's beautiful up there too. Oh, it's, it's, I I owe kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you at least stop and take that in? Oh, I've taken it in so many times. I, that's you know a lot of people say that they're like you know just slow down, take in sights. You get to see so many more sights when you go on that pass. It's, it's, it's okay. Quantity over quality, though. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And but we were the crazy guys up there in our running shorts, in t-shirts, in running shoes and shorts, um, and everybody else is like bundled up in like parkas, and up to the top, and these crazy guys coming running up, you know. I think we made it to the summit in four hours, which was, I, I didn't think it was even possible. I thought it was, our full round trip was going to be maybe like eight hours, eight to ten hours, because I'd never done it in a 12 before. Yeah, and so we got to the summit, four hours, and I remember like looking at my watch, like, did I really say four hours? My battery died. And uh, we, it got cold, we put on some pants, we headed back down, and we made it back to the parking lot. So round trip, the whole round trip was like six hours. Which 
could have done it under that. We went faster. We're, we're taking our time. That was taking our time too. It was, it was a blast. It was, it was absolutely one of the funnest experiences of my entire life. And that is the whole reason that I lost as much weight as I did is because I wanted to go do adventurous kind of shit like that. So when you're young like you guys and your kids are young, you guys all have kids. So your kids are young, kind of, kind of chained to the house a lot of times, you know, because we're like, oh, yeah, I gotta go to soccer practice. I do know what you're saying. I got a 10 year old and a 13 year old. Yeah. I'm slightly getting them chained. Yeah. You know, because I can leave them at the house yep. and go maybe for an hour or two. You can. You know, but 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 you got baby baby. Yeah. You're not. Oh yeah, you're not going to house. You got baby baby. You got baby baby. You're stuck. Yeah, you guys are fucked. And then they get older and they start. Now they start driving, they're like, huh. okay, well, I don't have to drive you back and forth to soccer practice or dance practice or anything else. Like that. Huh, okay, well, now I can start doing the things that I want to do that I've gone, I, I didn't have the chance to do. So I said, okay, I'm going to get back into running, mountain climbing. Or, now we rock climbing, we ice climb too, climb ice. Yeah. It's, no, it's, I'm telling you guys, it's Right, well, so the thing is, too, is, is I, I did a little bouldering for yeah. a little while when I was about 14, 15. Yeah. And uh, that was in a gym. Mm -hmm. And it was fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm also 150 pounds. You know what I mean? And, like, throwing me around, really, what, it was, like, the, the thinnest I've ever been. Yeah. So it's not bad. But now I'm almost, at, I'm, like, 260 pounds. Okay. And I may be strong as fuck, and I can do, like, eight pull-ups, but Jesus, like, holding me up, man, like, so, uh, I'll take you to the climb. You're good. We'll go climb. Yeah, but I'm heavy, is what I'm saying. You're fine. You've got strong legs. And, and a lot of people think you need upper body strength when you're climbing. But you're, doing climbing. you're not doing like one arm pulls the whole time. Your arms are just stabilizing you, and then you, then you pull yourself up with your legs. Yeah, and you reach. So yeah. I would love to learn how to do that. Because I, I do want to get back to the point where, like, if I needed to, which started my whole journey, was, was we did eight camps backwards. Oh, my God. Yeah. Down from bottom to top, yeah. I hit that seven foot wall and I'm like, uh, I had to have like six children and a grown man to get me up that. No, the rope wasn't there. The rope wasn't there. Yeah, so I had a backpack on which I had thrown up there. I needed it back because I'm gonna jump. This grown man is gonna shove me ass first up this thing and these kids had to grab the backpack and roll my fat ass up the wall. It's a seven foot wall. That was frustrating. Yeah, I was the yeah, and I'm like, really, bro? Like, if I had to get up here by myself, well, I'm going to die because of the water will fire. You're probably going to die. I'm going to die. Well, to be fair, I'd fight that. Like, we're we're, we're going to fight I'm this not thing out. Yeah. So your battery's running. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's scary. Yeah. You know what's fun? Uh, the guy that went with us, David Kaiser, he taught us that. Uh, he's like, go ahead and turn off all the lights and look at how much you actually think. Well, no, I mean, it's pitch black, but your eyes start trying to see. Right. And so you're like, making things out. He's like, okay, now go touch what you think you see. Right? Because you also, you have memory, right? From when you turn off the lights and all that other shit. I went face first into a fucking rock because I'm reaching for this rock. And I touch wall and go, wham! I was like, I hate this. I hate everything about it. I love it. Like, it it's fantastic. It, it is a really good, like, you could take, I want to say, 10 years old and up yeah. in there. Oh, 
relatively easy. We took 10 years off. 10 years off. You know what hurt my feelings when I was Mount Hood? My buddy who took me, who this motherfucker climbs Tetons, he climbs everything, right? He doesn't do shit. Um, yeah, he took his eight-year-old and they made it to the top. His eight-year-old was making fun of you on the way up. <laughs> no, no, he was having a hard time, but he made it all the way to the top. They made it to that fucking, they made it all the way to the, what? No, they made it to the place where you have to whip out your eyes. Yeah, your eyes. Right. the pearly gates. The pearly gates, right. So they made it all the way there, he's not going to do that with his son. Not at eight. Okay. And so, and his son was like, they ended up stopping at the top. And he's like, if you want to do the pearly gates, we can. And they ended up, his son passed out for like an hour or so, six and a half up top. And he's like, yeah, let's just go back down. Yep. And we had sleds on our backs. Oh, yeah. To kind of go down first, or faster. It makes you go faster. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's up here, just catching wind the whole fucking time with the backwards sound. It was oh, yeah. so much fun. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then I started sledding down, and everybody's fucking yelling at me because I'm ruining the powder. I'm like, fuck all of you. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to get down. Come on. Right, and I only sledded for like four minutes, hauling ball sack down that fucking thing, trying not to die in snowboarding pants with shot snow up my shorts. Those did not help. And then, yeah, and then I got to the rocks. I was afraid I'm walking again. That's the four, that's the worst part right there. Like when you, you're sliding and you're like, going down so fast, and then you get to the rocks, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And you guys are really soaking that in, too. Right, it was, it was amazing. I loved that's it. a long slog, though. That is a long slog. I mean, from, from Palmer, Lift House, all the way down to Timberline. So I made it to just about where the, uh, what are they fucking called? The ski lifts. Yeah. Right where the ski lifts stop. Yep, that's Palmer. Okay. Palmer yeah, so down. there's a big building up there. So I made it to there. That's a long ways. From the parking lot? Yeah. yeah. Goddamn right it was. Yeah. Jesus. And he's like, yeah, we're about halfway, maybe about a quarter of the way up. And I'm like, I hate you. So why did you do this way. to me? Yeah. yeah. And it, it gets harder from there. Yeah, I, I saw. I yeah. could see up. And it never got closer. Ever. I've been hiking for four fucking hours and it still looks long. Yeah. It was bullshit. I hated it. Yeah. I'm like, get me on this fucking ski lift, bro. So that, and I love it. That's the whole oh. reason I lost weight is so that I could go climb that mountain right there, Mount Hood. Really? I, I cross that bridge every day and you look over at it and you're like, one of these days I'm going to climb that. One of these days I'm going to climb that. And then finally the day came, and uh, it was one of the greatest days of my whole life. Yeah. See, I mean, that, that's another thing we can really get into with things, is too. Is, uh, you can try and lose weight all you want, but if you don't thoroughly enjoy it, you're going to fucking quit. What about the aspect when you, you have this goal, and, and it's an achievable goal, and you can measure that. You yeah. know, I think a lot of people, a lot of failure comes in, in a lot of things that we do, not just, not just fitness and working out, but I think in everyday life, we're you have either an immeasurable goal or you don't have a goal at all. You just are like, I need to lose a bunch of weight. And you jump into this thing and you have no idea what's going on and you have no way of measuring your success in that. And you might lose three pounds and not think that you're doing anything. Or you might lose zero pounds and just feel completely shit. Right. You just go, why am I beating myself up for it? Right. And and maybe you're not even noticing the fact that I always hate the scale. I tell everybody to stop fucking weighing yourself. Somebody in the mirror. Yeah. If you feel better and look better, that is the that's the key. 
measure shit. So I'm using the scale because I mean I gave a lot of weight bulking, right? But a lot of that is because I'm pumping heavy. Yeah. My muscles are getting fucking huge. Shit's heavy, bro. Yeah. But no, it's I, goals are too many people set that goal like okay, I'm gonna lose 100 pounds, and that 100 pounds is like light years away, and that's yeah. the only goal they focus on. Like, focus on like five pounds. Yeah, yeah, first box right? yeah. yeah. Like just focus like okay, well today I'm just gonna less calories, I'm gonna, by the end of the week, I'm going to lose two pounds. Right. And they always make new goals, too. Right? Yeah. A lot of people finish that goal and be like, yeah. That's what I was worried about. I was worried about, like, I would get skinny, because I've done that before, you get skinny, and you kind of get yeah. Run that roller coaster. I was like, okay, well, yeah, I lost all this weight. I'm going to start eating cheaper and when you're fat yeah. again, you know. But, uh, you have to make a lifestyle change. Like, 100% lifestyle change. So you start out with the weight, then you start out, then like you move your goal to the I'm going to sustain this weight, and then I'm going to, and then I'm going to change my diet, or you know, yeah, yeah. And then, and then building gets stronger, right? Because losing weight isn't going to do anything if you're not training and building your muscles and getting stronger and doing things. And that's where climbing and rock climbing and stuff like that came really handy because we we're like, okay, we're now using a whole different set of muscle groups um, and doing things that kind of. Get yourself outside of that comfort zone. Well, it's rough, man. You know, climbing and all that other shit. I, I like, uh, everyone asks them what's going on in powerlifting, right? Because that's, that's the thing everybody knows. I, I call you a powerlifter. Right. But I do strongman. Yeah. And the reason I do strongman most of the time is because that's real shit. Like, I mean, that's like picking something up from here and putting it over there. Right. Like, powerlifting is your, your bench, your deadlift, and your squat. How often do you get a bench something off of you? Fucking almost never. Depends on the girl. Depends on the jail. Oh, if it's a girl on top of it, I'm not benching her off there. Who the fuck how big she is? If she got up there, she deserves to be there. You know? I lost ass right. Right. You know, my legs are fucking huge. I feel bad for anyone trying to lift weights. They're like, I can't, can't, can't feel it. I'm like, I don't know. My legs are fucking giant. I'm sorry. All right. My legs are giant. Not everything else is. No, but it's it's just it's. I don't know what I was talking about. Like, oh, strong oh, right. So strongman, I mean, I pick up big ass boulders and shit. Put it on that. That's functional strength. Running. So that's that's necessary. A lot funner than a rock. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and yeah, we do deadlift. But deadlifting, I train pitch shit up. Yeah. You know, from from ground to up. I mean, I have moved people's pickup trucks that were parked all fucked up. I moved a, a little Ford Ranger. Like an 90s Ford Ranger was all up in this spot. It was the only spot available. No one's parking there because you can't get in there. I literally threw a crowbar in his tailgate and just fucking moved it inch by inch, which was a lot harder than it was in competition because they put shit under the tires. So for this truck, I'm picking up his full suspension dental weight of the fucking pickup and just slowly moving it. It took me 20 minutes. You got it. Yeah, I'm not going to move it one inch and not move it the other six. Now you wish you were taller. Yeah, I sure did. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. But uh, it, it's just, you got to love what you're doing. And I feel like any exercise that's just like one fucking thing, it's just worthless. Like, what in real life are you going to do with that fucking thing? You're not going to get hurt. Right. You're not going to want to get on bed and do it. There's no way. Yeah. Running kind of got that way for me for a while. It got really, really, especially if you're on the same trails, like, over and over and over, especially, like, COVID hit, and, like, 
I mean, the, the gym shut down, so you couldn't go to the gym anymore. You're like, ah, you know, like, what am I? I guess I'm going to work out at home now, you know. Sure. Shit, <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. And it's mostly it's just like, okay, get around. Yeah. Get cheaper. Like, I'm just going to get out there. Uh, Next hour. You get on that pity, pity body, and then, like, okay, well, I'm just going to go out and run. But I'm going to run the same trail up and down Patton Park for like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And weeks, and weeks, and weeks. Uh, they just got to be where else. Like, I, don't, I don't even want to look at that freaking. I don't even want to drive down it anymore. You know, I just want to like, let's just go somewhere and go do something different. So we ran around Mount Hood instead. That's fun. Let's go all the way around Mount Hood. 42 miles. 42 miles? 42 miles. I'm telling you, it was the coolest thing ever. Ever. I mean, I was obliterated, but it was really cool. I almost had to go Yeah. If I can't wash my own ass at the end of the day, that's a good day. That's a great day. Then you have something else. Yeah. Yeah. Not my house. Not your house? Not my house. No, no. I, I honestly have to have a two-person shower every time. I can't even touch my fucking back. I like either these pop on the bed or you wash that shit because and keep that shit off me. You know, I mean, what am I supposed to do? I can't fucking touch my back. Barely touch my own goddamn shoulder. You know what I mean? Like, I got to switch it up and shove this arm into this arm. I was putting soap on the wall of my shower, rubbing it. Like, yeah. like, like, yeah, one of those like, yeah, really yeah, pads, yeah, sticky pads, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I like, tried to stick, like a big but I can't. It yeah. still doesn't work. Like, I need my shoulder to go back further to get my back. Like, it's stupid. So I'm like, look, will you just shower in there with me? It actually just does the whole thing. It is obliterated at the end of the day. That's when you know you had a good workout. For real. And, and you get some really good beta off of it, you know, like, Two days later, the day after you're just fucking wasted. Oh yeah. But like two days later, you feel like super. Yeah, right. Just I don't. I don't get that too often off workouts. Not anymore. I've been doing this for fucking seven years, eight years. You know. So like, I don't get that too much off workouts. It's really the competition. Mm-hmm. And so when I do a comp, you put everything in. You know. Right. And you always put out more than you probably should have. Oh yeah. You know? So. On those days, I've, I've done a competition and I could barely walk back to the car. You know, I was like, I, I had to have her help me walk. Good. Because that's not fucking awesome. You know? Yeah. yeah. All right. That's outside of your comfort zone. That's good. That's good shit. Yeah. Yeah. You get outside your comfort zone. That's good. That's good exercise for the body. Well, I love seeing what the body does. Oh, it's amazing. It's insane. People don't give it enough credit. No. Yeah. We've lost so much. I mean, we, we should technically, based on our no, what I'm saying is like based on our anatomy, scientists have figured that we should be able to run almost forty miles an hour. Okay. Just out of necessity. We have no fucking idea how we would do that. So Usain Bolt would be slow. Compared uh, to what like our caveman brothers or whatever the fuck have what, been. How fast you say bolt? Not that fast. Twenty. I think it's like, yeah, like 25 inch, 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 25 inch
You know what I mean? And that one hand gives us just a little bit more left off than normal or something. One of these days, somebody's going to figure it out. And like, the world, like the, the world record is going to go from like 9.7 seconds to like 6. So we're going to go like, what? Well, you think about like Joe Science and grabbing the ball and scores the past like 10 years. I know. I mean, uh, there's, there's an Olympic lifter that called himself Thomas Prime. Like modernized every reason to even be physically, you know, uh, uh, you know, superior to anything. Like you, you look at hunting, right? Like back in the day, we needed to be superior. We we created gunpowder and bullets, and we don't need to, you know, uh, uh, to go anywhere. I mean, we we created vehicles with with motors that drive, you know, hundred miles an hour on you know, horses. And so, you know, I I mean, we've literally like modernized ourselves out of needing, needing to do anything worth worth strength, you know. We'll be, we have everything to do for us now. So pretty soon we're going to be in the metaverse. We're just going to wear goggles. If we want to go hunting, we just put on the goggles. What was that, that cartoon where the people just floated around in the chairs all day? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Wally. 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 Yeah, like that's literally where we're headed. We're just going to be sitting on a ship in these little, like, little AI chairs that take us everywhere we need to go. We're just going to be FaceTiming people yeah. as we like, try it around. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's right. I, I mean, know. I mean, that's where we go. Thing, though, right? like, my wife gets mad at me because I won't use the ATM. I won't use that shit outside. I'm going to go inside and I won't talk to people. Because I don't want that Wally bullshit. I mean, to happen. the reality is we're even getting rid of the, the idea of face-to-face -face conversation. Like, and being able to have just, like, a legit conversation in public. Like, kids literally don't know how to socialize now because they're going to have to stand in front of someone and talk. Well, they're getting rid of it, but but by not getting rid of it. So we're not having face-to-face -face contact. We're having FaceTime. Right? So we are, like, like what you're saying, they don't even know how to talk on the phone. They'll FaceTime me before they fucking want to call me. Because that's us speaking. Like, why the fuck do I got to do all this? Like, this is hard. You know, like just talking on the phone with normal people. You guys remember the phone with the dial tone too. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure like if you guys were in that generation. Yeah. Yeah. I can still do the rotary phone. I know. You know the rotary phone? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, we wrote it with one phone that hung on the wall in the kitchen that was attached to a cord. Yeah. If you know, if you wanted to have a conversation, you had to, you had to go, you know, and you had to talk real quiet if you didn't want anybody to hear you. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had to listen for that click in case someone else in the other room picked up the yeah. fucking phone. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a big problem. Take my little brother's own phone, jerk it off. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were talking about me. I was an only child, but sorry. All right, let's hit some of these other questions. We're, we're pretty deep in this bitch. Um, scariest thing you've ever done, and why? Uh, climbing Mount Hood. Yeah. Oh, that's close. Yeah. Let's climb Mount Hood. Um, 16 hour day. We got up there, the route. It was a little late in the day. We got up there, we were a little tired. Uh, found the route we wanted to climb, which is called Devil's Kitchen Headwall. It was really late in the season. Uh, we were very inexperienced ice climbers once before that. We thought we knew what we were doing, so we got up there and uh, really we're in over our head in a place where we could just bail out, turn around, bail out, and walk back down. You actually had to climb up and out of the, of the canyon in order to get back down. And uh, it was a 16 hour day, it was brutal. Um, it fogged in. We got up to the top and we didn't know where the summit was, we didn't know where we were. Uh, and my buddy was saying, like, well, we gotta go that way. And I'm like, no, David, the summit's that way. He's no, we're going to go that way. And so then the fog kind of lifted up for a little bit. And the way that he was pointing was like a thousand foot high. 
So, uh, so he was like, we'll just go that way. We hit the summit, you know, customary, like, hey, we got to hit the summit, get the picture of the summit. And like, the picture of him in the summit, he does not look happy. Like, he knows where we have to walk all the way from the summit back down to my lodge, and we've already been on the mountain for 12 hours. So, yeah. So it's going to be a long day. We're already, like, completely obliterated, out of food, pretty much out of water at that point. Um, just ready to go, like, get the fuck out. And, uh, and we finally make it back. And I remember that just being, like, the scariest day of my life. Like, I can't believe we actually made it out of that. And, and I got some of it on GoPro. And, oh, yeah. So, nice yeah. sense of relief to get back in the car. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so it's ironic that it was Mount Hood that kind of scared the shit out of me. That was scary thing. That mountain seriously built up. It's not. It's just. Yeah. There's a reason people die on it. There's a reason people die on it. There really is. Yeah. And this was a totally different route. It's not like pearly gates. It's just like roping up, climbing ice, putting in ice screws, and all this other stuff that we had very, very little experience doing. We watched a couple of YouTube videos, though. State of the Holiday and Express. Yeah. All right. Um, so you're in the marketing quite a bit. We talked mostly about that. But um, why is marketing on social media? Or no, hold on. How was marketing changed in the past 30 years? How's marketing? Um, well, it costs a lot less. So, well, think about it. If you wanted to get, uh, if you were to do a commercial 30 years ago, you wanted to do a commercial and put it in front of uh, any specific audience. You had to have a film crew, you had to hire a director, you had to go through production, all this whole thing. In order to get the commercial approved and on the network television so that it could be shown, right? And nowadays, I can I can whip out my phone, I can record a 30-second commercial with my phone. It doesn't have to look professional, it doesn't have to be super awesome. Uh, and I can show that on social media to potentially hundreds of millions of people at any given time. So a, a 30 second spot on a TV commercial or, you know, would cost what? $50,000? We'll just say $50,000. And now I can do a 30 second for, for free on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a huge surprise. Hyper, hyper local. Uh, you know, you, so that commercial is going to go on a TV screen to a big, massive audience in the hopes that you're going to reach that micro audience that you really want. I can pick up my phone and I can hit any audience that I want. Yeah, not only that, but even on Facebook and shit, you can literally target a zip code. Yeah. I know they changed that. Well, they changed, yeah. It's a 15 mile radius. Right, but that's still pretty intense, right? Yeah. Compared to before, I mean, yeah, like you're saying, you put it on national TV, I mean, who the fuck's that idiot? Right. Everyone in there, yeah. I don't want grandma. Yep. Well, grandma's are cool. Um, I think it's just made made it more accessible to, to even small businesses. Small businesses that had a hard time marketing. Recently, they were using like coupon clippers and Groupon. Ideal client, like, uh, well, your ideal client, the person you want to sell homes to, 
they probably have the same common interests as you. Probably met them through uh, maybe like a gym or your fitness or, or something like that, or friends of that person. So I would say a lot of your clients probably have the same, maybe even the same political views, the same mentalities, uh, maybe even the same mannerisms. They're probably all in the same spot uh, financially as well, uh, as well as like having kids in the same range, right? So like you have a client and they refer you to another person, they're probably a lot like that other person that referred you. Interesting. Yeah. You have a... Uh, have an ideal client avatar. You're not going after the luxury guy that's, you know, smoking, you know, you know, high dollar dope, you know, down the street and buying a three million dollar property. You know, he's not your client. Hey, because he can. Driving the Lamborghini, you know, driving a Lamborghini. I mean, smoking them. Yeah. I mean, you'll sell him a house, sure. But now, if that guy was also at your gym and was also a power lifter and like power lifting at the same time, he'd be your ideal client. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's why social media is so important. Well, that is attention. It's where all the attention is right now. Yeah, I mean, when we're not, when we're not here, I just Maybe. Maybe. Not anymore. TikTok. TikTok. Oh, right. I still have a question. Oh, sorry. What? Yeah, you got to go. Don't do it. Why? Oh, man, they should show them how the Chinese comms, but they're spying on you. No, no, no. They're like, they're hiding away in there, and as soon as he launches it, they're like, we got him! Yeah, I'm not either. That's all right. on the video, they might never hire you to, to sell houses. Right, because I'm fucking hilarious in that rap video. It was amazing. Okay. <laughs> I know the rap video you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The one with uh, James. James was in that. James was in it. Yeah. He was in it. Yeah. He was the other realtor. <laughs> he was looking through that fucking list. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so it might, you might get a ton of views, but nobody's going to actually reach out to you because of that. Right. Right, but, but they're gonna, it's just, the plan is just to kind of be top of mind. So brand awareness. Right. And show people who you are, show the person you are. Right. And that's what people, that people do business with people they know about the girls. I really should have did that more focused on, I had a bunch of real estate jokes in there. Like, I don't know if you know the title, is, is uh, like Realty. Yeah. 
I don't know if you saw that. I got a phone call directly from fucking who was it? As another realtor, they're like, you know, you spoke realty wrong, and I'm like, yeah, I know. But did you watch the rest of the fucking video? Like, it wasn't meant to be super serious. And that's just, I was laughing so fucking hard because I did like a 35R joke, and like, who the fuck knows what a 35R is if you don't do? If you don't, are you not in real estate? I'm like, that's the point. Yeah, it was hilarious, but I really should focus that more. It was so much fun. Got yeah. to redo it. Yeah, we're going to have to do our uh, plan is next one's going to be country. Yeah, because it's got to be completely opposite. Cowboy hats. I got all that shit already. Yeah, I'm super into it. I'll probably ride in my Nigerian uh, dwarf coats around. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to come here during the day and meet my fucking goats. Okay. They're, they're awesome. Yeah. They are cool. Yeah. They are so soft right now because they're winter coats. They feel like fat fucks, but there's just softness. Anyways, that's what my wife probably said. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. She seems to like you. I, I see your guys' pictures together. Yeah. Once she looks like she appreciates you. Once in a while. Mine, mine doesn't like that I'm alive. She sticks so. around. So. All right. Um, okay. What's your advice for people trying to start a business? Like how to just just kind of yank that shit right off the right off the ground. Uh, what, a, it depends on the business. One. Okay. Right. Uh, B, treat the business like a business. A lot of people start a business like they started in their garage right here. They don't have a professional email account. They don't have a website. They, they, they don't have a business plan. They don't know who their client is. So I would say, like, top three things, like, know who your product is and who you're trying to sell it to. Okay? And then figure out what their problem is. Who's my ideal client? What's their problem? Your ideal client is uh, somebody whose house is too small. Right. They need a bigger house. Right. Okay. So, so their problem is they have their their house is too small and they need a bigger house. And you have the solution. So you put out content that's related to that solution. Yeah. And don't sell. Just just teach. When you teach, don't don't just tell people. They'll, they'll pick up. It's an attraction based marketing. You know, it's funny. I always tell everybody. I, I try and help anybody with anything. I don't fucking care what it is. But whether it's rentals, lease, anything like that, if they call me with a real estate question, yep. I don't just go, no, 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 that's not my job. I really try and fucking help. Right. Because I want everybody to know. Anything real estate you want to know, I don't give a fuck what it is. I need I you to that. call me. Yep. So it, it is it's really smart doing that. Figuring out what your clients need and, and how to how to fulfill that purpose. And then connect to them on email. Yes. Yeah. So many people use email marketing and automation and all this other bullshit. You know, oh, okay. Well, you're a lead now. We'll put you on a drip campaign and just pretend like, you know, I'm emailing you and like, hey, Larry, how's it going today? You know, I know it's coming from the email. Right. I know that. Well, you know, when I first started doing real estate, I had suits on every fucking day. Yeah. Uh, suit and tie. I'm out there talking very properly and all that other shit. People don't fucking care enough. Like they would prefer the dude who shows like I show up in polos and jeans now. And, right. And I do cuss quite often like in front of my clients because most of the time they're like you're saying, they're like my age, going through kind of the stuff I'm doing. Yeah. You know, I'm, this generation that I'm in, we cuss quite often. You know, like that's what we do. Like the realism. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And they don't want that guy showing up looking too professional and being like, I'm here to make money and leave. Like, no, dude, I'm here to I'm here to help you figure out your dreams and 
you're making that personal connection. Right. Well, exactly. Yeah. 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 Somebody, who's, somebody who's real honest, somebody that you can trust and talk to. You know, if I don't have the answer, it's cool. I'm not afraid to tell you I don't have the answer. I'm going to do everything I can to find it or yeah. put you in touch with the person who can get you that answer. Right. Kind of a deal. Uh, people connect with people who are real and approachable, not somebody who's you know, looks like my grandpa, who, my grandpa's a great guy, but, uh, you know, I'm not buying a house for my grandpa, right, you know, and, uh, and, it, and it's my dream, not the person who's selling me's idea of what my dream is, right, you know, so. So many people put themselves as the hero of the story, or they, like, they want to be the hero of the story, you're, if you're selling a product to somebody, you're the guy, okay, you're Yoda, or Ben Kenobi, Star Wars references. You know, start oh, yeah, I'm not sure he's the Okay. I don't like that. Well, okay, Yoda as a guy. I'm with you. I'm okay. Yoda, Yoda teaching Luke right. Force. Right, that's right. right. I'm okay with him. Yeah. But the Ben, you want to teach him to die. Let's just look at Vader. He did nothing. Yeah. He did a really shit job there. But he learned his lesson. Yeah, kick him in the fucking lava. Yeah. Finish that shit up. You know what I mean? I don't know what you're thinking. You know what technology is. Anakin, I have the high ground. Yeah. I mean, he was being nice. He did say, like, I'm not fucking up. He did. I had high ground. Give me that fucking lava. Finish it off. Finish it off. Anyways, um, I'm sorry, business. Why is passion for what you do so important? Gotta get up in the morning, man. Yeah. Gotta get, you kind of want to do what you're doing. Otherwise, why? Something different. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I've said this, I don't know how many fucking times now, but um, when I tell people, I like helping people find jobs too. Because, you know, I mean, if you, what would you do if money wasn't an issue? You know what I mean? Like, what would you wake up and just do with your fucking life? <laughs> I guarantee there's a way to get paid to do that. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what it is. I, I don't care if it's masturbating. I like to get up and masturbate three times a day to start my day. You know what I mean? Cut that sound bite right there and like use it as his ringtone. Use it as his ringtone. But but there's a way to make money doing it. Wasn't yeah. you know, I was talking about the lady that like farts on the or whatever on the yeah. on it makes money. Uh, only fans. She sells. That's all she does. Wakes up every day. Every time she has to fart, she records it, and uh, she's making hundreds of thousand dollars a year. So there's a whole business right now around only fans and coaching. On OnlyFans to to get more business. It's like like social media marketing help for a real estate agent. Yeah. But I would be doing the same thing for somebody on OnlyFans, teaching them how to get more business. And it's little things. I mean, like uh, I follow this chick uh, mostly because she she was a strong man, strong woman, right? And she ended up starting on OnlyFans. So it kind of worked its way together. And she was a fucking lawyer. Um, she was in college when we recorded when she started OnlyFans. And uh, now she not only has paid off law school and all of her fucking college and OnlyFans, she owns her own fucking firm, and it's her first year. Wow. Haley Dagley is her name. She's probably crack a walnut with the law school. I'm just saying that. I wouldn't mind being a walnut. But, uh, <laughs> no, so she's gorgeous, right? She's big tits. She's, she's a really pretty girl. But, uh, like, her, one of her things is she's kind of nerdy, right? So, Velma from Scooby-Doo, you know, like... 
like Star Wars references. She she plays around with with what she fucking she's she's pretty nice. nice. Right. I mean, because how many nerds are on fucking there? Like Velma. Oh, she's hot. Like who hasn't looked up their favorite cartoon character? Yeah, probably yeah. naked. Probably myself. Okay. He probably knows who she is. He probably, he probably has a subscription. Anyways, but uh, yeah, so she calls some Haley Randall. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> anyway, so she's fucking cool, you know. But it's it's weird having to just she does the cosplays, right? There's plenty of women that do that kind of shit. Apparently, there's a girl that farts. Uh, there's pee, feet, fingers, and, and noses. I don't fucking know. You get paid for it. Yeah, the YouTube guys that like my kid can sit and watch for hours, watch somebody else play video games. Like, that looks boring shit, man. I don't want to play. Like, yeah, but uh, no. So I've had a couple people tell me that I'd be really good at that, just because of my commentary. Just because if I have my headphones on, I'm fucking. That's what I did. I told her, I was like, if this game goes like the last game, I'm done. 
and I didn't even talk to a resident man. I was so fucking mad. Like, <laughs> I just told the mom, I'm like, this TV's lucky it's alive right now. Uh, you know, like, turn on a movie or something. Come yeah, on. I mean, we have a separate TV for video games. We all play. Right? So it's like, yeah, I was pissed. All right, here we go. Dumbass questions of the day. Bring it. Oh, it worked out. All right. What, <laughs> what conspiracy theory? you must believe could be true. Now this is for everybody. Whoever's got an answer first, hit it. Okay. Uh, I don't believe that a plane flew in. Okay. On All right. That's, that's my question. Well, I also don't believe fucking the Al-Qaeda are the ones or the Taliban who put it in the Twin Towers either. That's my theory on that one, but... I have plenty of other theories that are much more intense than that. So, <laughs> anybody else got another one? I think it's entirely possible that we have and are in communication with an alien race, or could be where a lot of our major technology comes from. Yeah, that's the thing. Probably Elon Musk. Could be. I, Mark Zuckerberg, who's got to be probably the third or fourth worst person in the face of the planet is either an alien or a robot. Or a lizard people. <laughs> so uh, one of mine is like a, like the lizard thing. Um, I do believe that underneath our crust, so the, I believe there's a couple species of, of human, humanoids that live on the planet. Like under our crust, a little closer to the core, there's uh, like a group of lizard people that can change once they get up here and adapt, right? Um, and then I do believe that, like, uh, in the ocean, we have 1% of that shit actually searched. In the deep depths, you have to think about the fact that we will die if we go down too quickly yeah. or come up too quickly. It's probably the same shit for them. Like a whole mermaid or, or whatever the fuck humanoid at the bottom of the ocean can't just come up. So maybe at this same point, we're both trying to figure out how the fuck to go the other way. We just haven't done Right. Right. What do you got? I'm gonna go with the alien thing too. Yeah. yeah. There's also a big theory on the. No, you weren't chilling. There's a big one. I guess uh, Jay Z is a big fan of all white people are aliens. And you know, I did a whole lot of research, and um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying he's wrong, because right. out of nowhere, there's like, okay, if you go back to history, right? Then, then, like, while spears and stones and arrows are being created, this boat of white people and guns shows up and just fucks everybody's shit up and takes it all. I was like, oh, I'm not saying you're wrong. I need a little more proof, but I'm not going to say you're wrong. Well, we introduced diseases that eradicated entire civilizations. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I feel like we are the aliens. We just don't know anymore. And our job was literally just go mingle with everybody here. That's why I'm in the interracial, interracial relationship. Let's create the coolest fucking thing we can. You know? Let's just fuck it. <laughs> in a thousand years, we're all going to be interracial. That's what I'm saying. In a thousand years, we will all be one entity. And have those methods. Not only that, but it'll probably, like all evolution does, take the best parts of every single piece. And there'll probably be four different sexes by that time. You know, man, woman, or man, woman. Or woman, man. 
uh, triumphs that females have, have accomplished over the years, uh, barriers that the true females have broke. I mean, you you put uh, you put a transvestite on the cover of Time magazine and call him, you know, woman of the year, and he's been woman for less than a year. You know, like there's a lot of times no, this woman. <laughs> there's a lot of legit women that deserve that title. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I mean, there's, there's a whole lot. Of yeah, I mean, do you really accomplish something by putting a, a white dude championing a movement that, yeah, isn't deep, isn't there? So deep. So you start you start getting into you really start getting into it, and it's and it's it's extremely touchy in, in society today. Right. I'm not. Uh, I'm just uncomfortable yeah. even talking about it. It's pretty scary. Yeah, so, yeah. So, it's a it's a weird thing, man. But you really start getting into that. You've got to you've got to start looking at personal moral values. You have to understand that everybody's going to have an opinion that might not be the same as yours, whether you like it or not. You That's know? the whole country right now. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like everybody just wants to see everything from their point of view, which is to be fair, like like I'm a, I'm a father of, of a little girl, like so I'm in the same boat you are. Like I get it. I can respect whatever you want to do. And respect the fact that I don't give a fuck what you are. You're standing on the side of my daughter leaves. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't give a fuck what you want to do. My daughter's in there taking a piss. You're going to fucking wait. Right. Oh, but I really got to go. There's a bush outside. Whatever you got to whip at, go for it. I don't give a fuck. Right? But anyways, on to the next dumbass question of the day. Where is the most romantic place you would have sex? And where is the weirdest place? Ooh. All right, here we go. I got romantic I'm already thinking of the place. I couldn't tell you where it actually is, but it's this beautiful little. I think it's a hot spring, and there's a waterfall that comes out of it. Right. It looks almost like I want to say Thailand, just because it's that. Like when you say Thailand, you you get what I'm saying. Bright blue, tropical, yeah. just beautiful. Um, so my thing would be having sex in that little pool, right? And I'm talking romantic sex. I'm not plowing you into the water, right? But just over the edge, looking at the beautiful fucking moonlight, and just slowly pounding. Okay. Not you, Larry. That's what I, mean, I, 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 I was going there. I was in my head. Like, like the like the trust with the jungle theme with the, yeah. with the waterfall, like like a like a Thailand or like a Bali or or somewhere, you know, somewhere that you're not yeah. like you're still showing size. Yeah, I don't want to lose size in freezing cold water. Jurassic Park. Kind of yeah, like yeah. The, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere, yeah. That's what I, that's kind of what I was envisioning. Yeah. 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 Okay. What do you guys got? I. Yeah, I'd go with the waterfall as well. Try yeah. the waterfall, sure. What's with the waterfall? Good. It sounds so fucking romantic. It's just nice. You got the nice noise coming out from the waterfall. Maybe like a beach scene, you know, lighthouse. Like, I'm worried, worried about the beach for the whole family. Like <laughs> well, I've been there, done that. Yeah. As you see, you're getting pulled away. Right. And if you step up with some sand places, it shouldn't be, then your day's ruined. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to stop. Yeah. Oh, four or five showers <laughs> in the yeah. And I mean, that, that's your problem with that. Okay, it's whatever you want to do. Right? <laughs> um, all right, so weirdest place. Where's the weirdest place you can just think of off your head that you're just like, I'm fucked up? An airplane bathroom. Yeah. In, uh, in 30,000 feet, mile high club. That's weird. That's fucking weird. You're literally in a tube with like 250 other people 
Sharing the same air. 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 Sharing the
the morning before, like, your fucking ass going to be at the gym at 6 a.m. tomorrow at 10 p.m. or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yes, so, so, training 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 training. so David, my buddy David, he's my training partner. He's also my climbing partner. Yeah. He's kept me on the end of the rope many, many times, kept me alive many, many times. Kept him alive, too. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, do you just suck at this, or like... No, 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 no. <laughs> and I think that's essential when, whenever you're doing anything life is to have somebody else you can kind of lean on that's going to push you past where you really should be going. We do really need to get that back together too and um, I appreciate you saying that like he's kept you alive you kept your arm right because um, when I'm putting six seven hundred pounds on my back I gotta trust the fuck out of the people around me you know I mean because that 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 will kill me you know or benching I mean put a lot of weight on that it's gonna come down on your neck but it's really squatting I mean, people say whatever, but you can squat way more than you can bench. That's some scary weight. Seven hundred plus pounds. That thing is like two, two to three guys. So yeah, we end up we end up tripling that. Like a person on each side plus a person behind me. And the thing is too that everybody's like, oh, I'll squat you from behind, right? Now, do you know how to do this? Right. Because if you don't, I get hurt. I will kill you. You know, like it's seriously like a big tit scoop, big tit scoop, and you just fucking shove with your waist all these yeah. everything you got. Because really, all they're missing is like 10 fucking pounds, right? You know, but some people will just like put your arms under their shoulders. Oh, remember, okay. You remember that chick I, I spotted? I've never spotted a woman before, but I spot, right? And so she gets stuck at the bottom and I'm all, oh, oh, oh. you know, like I'm trying not to just grab a handful of tits at this point. So I do end up under, under her uh, armpit, okay. right? Just because I, I, I didn't even think about that when she asked me to spot it. No, not at all, because I was so concerned she was going to die. Yeah. You know, like, if I grab him, there's a chance, sure. She was going for a PR, too. Going for a PR, going ass to grass. Are you fucking insane? Hit when you need hit parallel, or hit a little lower than parallel go up. Yeah. Well, she's like, oh, but I was taught to always do it. It's a PR. Handle your fucking business and get out. You know, like, stop trying to overachieve. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're not going to, if you hit ass to grass during competition, that's fantastic. Put more weight on. Yeah. You know what I mean? That just shows me you could have done more. Go for the green light. Right. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, you're just going for three fucking bright lights. You oh, need, need somebody to trust. Right. Lots of trust. That's what it is. Uh, anybody else have a shout out? No? Okay. You? No, we're not. No. Okay. Nobody's keeping you guys alive? No. We just work on it. Just not your wife? Really don't because I'm just like equality or not, bitch. Like, what's going on here? Like, cause you just socked me in the fucking arm. You didn't just kind of oh, <laughs> you fucking whacked me in the arm. Like you're doing that. Right. Like, I mean, I just like, am I supposed to deck you now? I'm super confused. 